Yo, Matt. Hey, Deontay, what's up? I, um, I'm hungry, uh, half nude, and sweaty. Okay. I was here. Just, just so you know, you're almost on speaker. Please don't. Don't be that ah. way, my dad's. Yeah. Right. So, if you recall, on the last day of last year, we watched mm-hmm. a very interesting movie. Um, yes, yes, obviously, yes, you know it. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, you already know it. Um, yeah. I think it's only fair we start off with, I guess, a brief history of how you came to know this, Summary. these characters and this story. Yeah, hold on. Let me get my, get my headphones and stuff. Uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm getting my headset for a sec. Okay, continue. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, so um, just just give me a brief history on how you know these characters and you know how you came across this story. Um, was it mainly you? Really, you had introduced me to uh, Watchmen some years ago. You, I saw you watching the motion comic, and um, I was like, "What is this? This is this is quite interesting." So. I decided to take a watch, you know, gone through the whole thing, motion comic, twice. Um, but even then, before that, before that, my dad had seen Watchmen, and I had seen the ending part, and I said, you know, it's pretty interesting, you know? So never really watched all of the director cut until the last day of 2020. And um, I must say, it's... it's mm, Mm, it's an interesting watch. Yes, interesting yes, watch. it was. Um, with me, it kind of started when, uh, let's see, I think one day, yeah, it was in 2018. I was just looking for something to watch on Netflix. Um, that's when they had the two hour and 42 version of the movie. Um, mm. I actually really liked it the first time. Then I then I discovered the motion comic and, yeah. I think sometimes I think, I think uh, it's it's always the motion comic that gets us first. Yeah. Or and then after that we just watch the movie and then we just get a deeper appreciation. Yeah, and sometimes I found the full ultimate cut <laughs> of that movie. So um, <laughs> what what do you even say about a movie like that? I would say I want more of them. That's all I can say. I want more. With, with like movies, you don't often see a movie get a director's cut or like be that long and have such content, you know. So true, true, true. I'd say more. I'd say a little bit more of them. But then again, people aren't interested in it nowadays. You know, they want short, exciting, and quick on the point. Yeah. But you know, this it's appreciative on just something like that. You know. And especially getting to see the director's vision come to life. Yeah, I really get that. Um, I, it, it just leaves me so speechless every time. Because it's like there's so much in it too, so much to unpack. Most three, three and a half hour long movies that I've watched, although I haven't watched that many. Um, mm-hmm. They usually have these parts that are like slow and nothing really happens. But when you think about it, there was almost 
something happening. There was something happening at almost every single point in the movie. Yep, that's true. So, what did you like most about it, really? All right, there's there were I think I think two two parts. Uh, what's really really the first one I would say is Manhattan. Get the transformation of Doctor Manhattan. Yep, that's one of my favorite yeah. movie scenes ever. Yeah, that I I don't know what about it. It's just it's it's just so inspiring. You see the yes, you see a guy that was simply a scientist. You know, he starts off as a, a physicist. You know, working in a nuclear laboratory, and then he his body just disintegrates into nothing, and it just slowly builds up. He it starts with his partial skeleton, then a muscle, then gets partial muscles, and then a body seems to form after that, and it just comes mm-hmm. in, you know, it, it, it's so, and then how everybody responds to him, it, it's, it's like he's, they know he's something else, he's beyond their comprehension, like God, yeah, Earth, you know, um, I think the next part for me is probably the motion comic. Because mm. I didn't think they would actually put the motion comic in the extended cut. I mean, it's... Oh, it, you mean the, the pirate comic? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I they really like, got everything. I, I didn't... Like, that was probably one of my favorite parts in the motion comic. And they just have it there. It's not the same, of course. But it's definitely a lot more... I mean, I didn't know the 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 the, the um, one of the crew the dead crewmates actually talked to him to the to the survivor. I didn't know they did that, or I just missed out. But yeah, it, it made made that a lot clearer. Yeah, and I think the last, the, my third favorite, and I think it it's, is the comedian how his life in general. Mm. I think specifically, I like the um. Although it's a little morbid for me to say, like, but I think it was when he was dispersing the the crowd and talking to Altman and saying, "You're looking at the American dream," you know. I that, that, that yes, I, I don't know what was about it. Like, Altman is just trying his best to get everybody calm, and then comedian is just there being his usual self. You know, people are taking him off, and he says, "You know what? Screw it." Hits a bunch of people, including a couple women. I got that. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. I don't know why. Good God, he's so screwed up. And then um, I'm just this, and I'm just there sitting there looking and be like, "Wow, he is what America is right now, isn't it?" And like, yeah, pretty much caring, like, like the super nihilist. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, another scene that I really liked more in the movie than the comic was the Rorschach's death. Oh my gosh! Seriously? Oh, true. Yeah, true. True. Was... In the in the comic, it's like it was short and it's like it was almost nothing. Doctor Man just walked away. You just see like blood everywhere. But, you yeah. Know, in the in the movie, there's a lot more motion in there. And there's a, yeah, this is an extended conversation. Started. And it's an extended conversation with the two. It's not just simply, but what are you waiting for? Do it! And he's just there crying, and then Manhattan just blasts him. No, it's a, a longer conversation, a slightly longer conversation. Yeah, and there's, there's that dramatic pause with, with Dr. Manhattan that lasts like 10 seconds. God, man. 
There's there's something about the dramatic pauses that it's really something, isn't it? I know. And it wasn't even like exaggerated either. That, like it had scene, meaning. It felt like the climax. But yet it was at the very end. I know. Um what's about how they changed the scene at Rorschach's very first kill? Ah. Uh... I'm a little conflicted about that, honestly. Like, that one, it makes sense, but I don't know. There was something about the first time where he, he just leaves in a burning building. There's something interest, more meaningful about it. Because, you see, the, the killing in the movie, it's just, he, he just lost it. You know, it's a natural reaction. But the, the burning building in the comic is a lot more meticulous. If it makes sense, you know, like there's something, yeah. there's something different about it. You know, everyone would honestly just kill the criminal in in that case, like chop him up. That that's normal, but like it's expected. But then he take goes out of his way and like burns the building. Like it's like an almost poetic trial by fire. You know, he he he. It's like kind of like a fire thing. He comes out of the fire, a changed man, for reforged. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, people are also conflicted about that scene. A lot more people, a lot of people actually love the change that they did. I don't know which one is better, to be honest. Um, they liked it I when he killed him. Yeah. Sometimes I tell myself that, you know, Rorschach just just going berserk and just cutting his head up into all those pieces was just mm. so savage. But I don't know. I think how they did it in the comic did. It's, Is that where they had him breathing like really hard? It's it's like it just felt so so screwed up. Yeah, oh like oh my god, he's like he's just oh my god. So I, I, then he he's in a in a conflict, and at that that point, he's like, you know what? Screw it. I I wanna I wanna kill him, but I, I don't really wanna. I don't wanna. No, it's it'd be too easy. He was he must suffer. He, I can't just let him have yeah. the quick death. And I think that's it. I think Rorschach would not want to just... It's not the kind of person that would just give you an instantaneous death like that. No. He wants to make you suffer as much as possible. Yeah, but evil must be punished. And then, But then again, on the other side, in the movie, he gets to deliver that also amazing line where he says, um, um, men go to prison, dogs get put down. Yo. That, that was a powerful <laughs> <yo>. line. <laughs> Uh, everything is like it's such a um, negative or positive effect with every change they made in the movie. Mm. Um, what about the whole exploding all of those places instead of using the giant alien squid? More realistic, honestly. I think it, to be it, honest, yeah, that's more realistic take, and I think it makes sense. People are so dependent on Doctor Manhattan; they didn't really think that he'd turn on them, and it. That makes a whole lot more sense than the um, the alien thing. And then people are going to ask, where was Dr. Manhattan for the aliens? Why didn't he see the aliens if he can perceive the future if in, in regular human thought? But with this one, it's a lot more meticulous. People didn't really expect... Yeah, the alien isn't expected, but neither was Dr. Manhattan blowing up all the cities. And, you know, he... And it, it makes sense, character-wise. He's become so distant from humanity that he, it would stand mm-hmm. to reason. He just decided, you know what? Screw them. I'm just going to blow them all up. See if, in, you know, 
y'all, if you're going to all kill yourselves, you might as well. I'll do it first. That way, you can, you can buzz off. You know. Yeah, it just makes more sense to me. A lot. I was surprised that um, a lot more people. I mean, people enjoy the whole alien um, thing. Gory. Who? No, I was. Oh, I thought we were talking about the alien. The comparison, the alien and that yeah. Man. People enjoyed the the gory climax of the alien more, but I think it just makes more sense for Doctor Manhattan, especially since the whole thing right before he left, where they saw him get angry for the first time. Yeah, it just it, it it's a lot more logical to me. Mm-hmm. Um, what's about what you didn't like about the movie? What did I like about this movie? Um. I'm not sure if there's any real dislike I have of it, other than the slight changes to the comic, which is to be expected when you've seen the motion comic and think it's really good. I don't really have much of dislike, consider especially like um, I think one of the major things I hated about the comic was how Hollis Mason died. Like I, I, I just I hated it mm. because. You know, I I don't be, I'm a person that doesn't think that people should go down like that. You know, beating up defenseless people. But in the movie, Hollis Mason puts up a good fight, and you know, I was like, yeah, yeah. I like this. I mean, yeah, he still dies, but at least he's putting up a big fight, and it's to be expected of a of a guy like Hollis. You know, he he wouldn't just yeah. take that beating. You know, like he's yeah, he's old, but he's definitely has to put up a fight. He took out. He he did. Do a right, right hook on Miss Doctor Professor Axis or whatever he was. Yeah, I don't think anyone remembers those names. <laughs> yeah, uh, you'd be surprised. A lot of people had problems with the movie, like how unnecessarily gory it was. I guess I agree with that in some cases. I um, think that's Snyder's how... style, though. Honestly, that's a bit of a Snyder thing. Yeah. So that's yeah, easily forgivable. I love to do that matter things. Um, personally, I think it also. I think you mentioned it for me previously that the whole gory thing—it's kind of like a pun, a parody on how over the top comics can be. So, it's to me, it's a kind of bit of forgiving. In my opinion, I, I, I'm I'm not even sure. It's like to me, half excuses that. Yeah, know. true. And then some other things like um, Ozymandias's character. I think they got him one hundred percent wrong. <laughs> um, Honestly, he, did, he didn't look. He didn't. It didn't look like he had any form of remorse. He just said the same true. line he said in the comic book. It didn't seem. He, he didn't a seem complete sociopath. I think. I think they're taking it on. You did say that Ozymandias is more of a villain in the movie, and I see it. He didn't seem all that sympathetic. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of the villains that whose intentions are good, but the way in which they do it is really, really wrong. And um, yeah. in the comic, Ozymandias is—he seems—he's human. Ozymandias in the movie does not seem human yeah. at all. He's almost a machine. That's that's one thing I really did like because Ozymandias is my second favorite villain of all time. He he is not even a villain. He's the hero of Watchmen. He's the most heroic out of all of them. I mean, 
Night Owl does have those schoolboy heroics. But, but Ozymandias, he saved the world. In, yeah, by killing minions, but he did save the world. And I rewatched the scene um, in the motion comic, and I didn't even remember, but when he found out that his plan worked, he, couldn't he literally it. started crying and he jumped for joy. He said, I did it. See that no, he said, I did it. I did yeah, it. He did. And I'm like, what? And then, yeah. And then um, in the movie, he doesn't they, even flinch. He's like, oh, it worked. Exactly. Cool. He's a sociopath. And um, I don't think that's a right. And later. No, go on. Right before Dr. Manhattan leaves, remember in the comic, he, he asks. Did I do the um, right thing? He asks him. Yes. He's clear. He feels, Conflicted. He feels the guilt. He knows like, oh God, I killed so many people, but I did it for the normal cause. Did I do the right thing? Exactly. We we never got no. that in the movie. No. And I guess that's something that pissed me off. Um, uh, One of the things I didn't like... Uh, oh yeah, Doctor Manhattan was well, kind of a dick. I mean, to be fair, the man was disconnected from humanity, so that's to be fair. Yeah, but he's I more of a like... dick not in the movie than in the comic because he seems in the movie he seems a bit more just frustrated than logical about it. Yeah, I feel like they should have more in. It's... I mean, obviously, Doctor Manhattan's a godlike character, but it's still he seems petty. Evident, yeah, he still has emotion. Yeah, it's obvious you know? in the comic. He just seems—he's more disconnected, and compared yeah. to now, he just seems like a petty guy. You know, like the the um when he was in the newsroom and the the stuff that haunted him, it makes more it makes sense. He's upset, but like. When he, in the conversation he has with Silk Spectre, he seems very extremely petty. Yeah. And I think that's a that's it one is. thing I never liked about the movie, I guess. That the the conversation with Silk Spectre and him, it it didn't seem as meaningful and compared to the motion comic. It it yeah. did it just felt it just uh, felt empty, like they're just arguing, like the usual couple argument in and in the other one, it's a it's an actual clash of wills. Even though um, uh, Silk mm-hmm. Spectre isn't as logical thinking or able to express her feelings as well as Manhattan, but she it's like a clash of wills. And compared to that, the other they they just seem like a a defrontal couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I um, and I think. Another one of the big complaints that people had were was um, Night Owl. In the first conversation he had with Rorschach, he kind of they said he was kind of too confident. Unlike in the he, comic where he's, where more he's really com- nervous. Yeah, I, I yeah. I mean, yeah, it's true. I just I'm medzing now. He he seems too confident. He's kind of like you know. Remember Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man, with Andrew Garfield as the guy. Ah uh, yes, yeah. That's, that's the best way to explain. He he seemed too confident. He didn't seem like the nerdy Peter Parker. He seemed like a a cool Peter Parker, almost like a Flash Thompson kind of thing, and it didn't feel natural. 
it kind of just erased his character arc because yeah. he's supposed to be getting confident. But in- so that that whole scene where he says, "Um, I'm I'm tired of being afraid of this suit," and it the didn't mask feel killer, real. It kind of doesn't make sense. No, no, because. And it just felt like a guy who just couldn't get on, and he just needed an excuse to put the suit on, honestly. Yeah. Uh, although the although that dream uh, sequence, dream sequence really messed me up. Oh, like what the hell? It was weird before, but now animated, it's even <laughs> weirder. Good God. Yeah, cause um, I, I think earlier in that episode in the comic, um. Uh, Silk Spectre was walking around his home and he found some magazine or whatever from another female superhero. Mm. And apparently he saw her in the night, in the dream instead of Silk Spectre. Oh, yes, movie. I remember. I remember. And then it swapped yeah. back to Silk Spectre. And I'm just like, okay, all right. It's a bizarre. And then it's... Yeah. What? What was... What was What was he on anyway? What? Why would he have... Why would he have that? I I I don't I don't my brain hurts. <laughs> Watchmen is the weirdest movie I've ever watched, and I can't. I I want to say that about things like Pulp Fiction and Apocalypse Now, but nah, those those movies are weird on purpose. It's definitely in the Watchmen. very beginning. In the end, it, I think that was also probably the best movie opening. The uh, the intro to Watchmen. Yes, yes I, 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 it's slowly. Yeah. But, um, the female superhero that got with the nurse, that, that took me by surprise, honestly. I didn't expect that. I think they alluded to it in the motion. They did? Um, I think they did. Because they said something about, I think when, remember when Rorschach was listing out what happened to the minute? Yeah. yeah, I remember. I think he said something about. Oh yeah, he said she lived an indecent lifestyle because ah, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Rorschach is just homophobic. He's he's like everything yeah, he, against any. He's, a, he's a racist. He's a homophobe. He's a transphobe. He's a he's, well, well, well. I don't there, wait. Yeah, he, has there been any sign that he's racist? No, but knowing how he has been, he probably is probably like a hillbilly American in a way. So. He probably has prejudices against them. If not straight up racist, he's probably prejudiced against them. Prejudice against us. He probably doesn't see them as oh, like that's... a hard, a true, proud American. He just probably sees them as a as something lesser or something like that. Maybe. Um, it doesn't allude to, but he, he's definitely very bigoted. That's kind of... Um, unfortunate considering he's my favorite superhero I mean, and also kind of contradicting since um, remember in Doomsday Clock the new Rorschach is black I mean the original Rorschach is dead so if we don't he doesn't have much of an opinion on that no does he oh yeah and remember oh yeah you didn't watch the show thank Wait, god no, um, um, in the in, in the show mm. they had some Calvary or whatever what am I saying they had they, they grew up a cult off of no, Rorschach, and I don't like this. They basically want to exterminate black people. Or you you like see that. what I mean? You see what I mean? <laughs> you see what I mean? He, but I, he I, could I, be bigoted, but it's not confirmed, and there's no confirmation, so we can't we can't assume anything. But it's it's exactly. likely, but we don't know. He's never had any interaction. We know how misogynistic he is, though. So if anything, he might he might wow. 
You know, if Rorschach was in the misogynistic, I mean, he doesn't really like women on account of his mom being well, a horror and how much that has affected his life. So it's not a fair stretch. I don't, I don't think he it's not as he doesn't like women. I think it's more that he doesn't like sex. Yeah, well, that's obvious. But I think, I mean, remember when in the movie he was walking by? Oh well, yeah, prostitute sex makes sense. I guess. I guess in a way he'd see mostly women in a as a I don't know how we'd interpret Rorschach is deep, okay? He's a deep character. That's <laughs> all I can say. He's deep. Um that's one thing I found interesting because apparently Alan Moore wrote Rorschach to be unlikable and it, it became it had the exact opposite effect. Now he's the face of a watchman. Pretty much. Very, very interesting. I mean, I mean, if we're going by classic serial killer logic, it wouldn't be a stretch for him to hate women. Yeah, because he he's been rejected by the world. Yeah. That's why he hates everything. Yeah, I pretty guess. much. I think does that does that logic apply to comedian though? Considering he's also unlikable. Well, uh, the comedian was a rapist. No one will ever like a rapist. Well, no, um, but even before the whole raping thing, <laughs> even excluding that, isn't he a bit likable? Or see, or is he seen in a you know people somewhat like him? I think he is more. Is more people are they're able to empathize yeah. with him? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the comedian was written to be like a parody of those celebrity types. Um, that's basically what the boys is about. The celebrity types, as in like over overbearing, you know, overly popular and kind of. Yeah, uh, you know that. You know, there's one other favorite part of the movie I forgot to mention. Um, Vietnam scene, where Doctor Manhattan is just <laughs> yeah. Doctor Manhattan is walking in, just blasting Vietnamese, and the comedian is just there. On with a gun or a gun, just shooting them down, and then he comes down in the movie as flame throws. One, I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's because the the Valkyrie theme was going on behind it, and it just seemed. Yeah, what I learned is that that the um how Zack Snyder got the idea to put that song in the background. It was actually a reference to Apocalypse Now, which was the movie I mentioned. Oh, earlier. really? So that. Was, yeah, and apparently the whole song that he played during the whole birth of Doctor Manhattan mm-hmm. is a reference to some other movie. I think it was two thousand one, A Space Odyssey. Mm. He referenced a lot of movies Damn. in this movie to show how superheroes affected pop culture in this universe. He 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 does a lot of referencing, doesn't he? Shame he couldn't do that in Superman versus Batman. <laughs> Reference two that is deep on that. Different levels, not the one that I was hoping for, but you know, God, you know, and it could have worked out. If it, it's so shocking that Watchmen is good, and yet Superman, Batman isn't as good. Why? It could have been so good. Oh God! It's just proof that Zack Snyder is a better um cinematographer than yeah. writer. Yeah. Well, we're at 27 minutes, so I think we should be signing off. Oh, now. what? Serious, man? Um, well, I mean, there's not much to talk about. We haven't gone through Silk Spectre's character, I guess, but um, 
There's not much about her, really. There isn't much. Yeah, her, she's really. kind of similar um, to her, her, her showing. I guess she's a, to me, she's a little more likable in the now and then in the comic. I guess I never liked Silk Spectre, and or well, Trisana complained about her, but eh, I don't know. Maybe it's because maybe eh. it's because is a little more skimpier than the original. <laughs> You, you know, what? I'm, you can't blame me. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, this this concludes the first episode of if I decide to continue this. Um, yeah. Um, thank you, Matthew, for sharing your very intellectual opinions. Thank you, good sir, for having me on. No problem, no problem mm-hmm. indeed. Okay, uh, I I don't watch many podcasts, so um, goodbye. goodbye.